0: Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. Well, okay, let's get into it. This is going to be a short guide on how to love. Okay, well, that's a heady topic for, say, a 20-minute Uh, broadcast here or podcast, broadcast, podcast. But you know what? It's possible to do it because I've thought through it. And I believe that there are definitive steps you can take to really loving somebody uh, that bridge every category of love. So this is romantic love. This is platonic love. This is love for family members. This is love for self. That's interesting, right? I hope it's interesting. It's my podcast. But I hope that's interesting because it literally applies not just to love for others, not just to romantic love, not just to friendship or love for your brother, sister, father, mother, son, daughter, but also to love for yourself. So these three, believe it or not, three key elements. That's it. The mini course is three key elements to really loving someone, including yourself. These three key elements cut across all forms of love. Uh, It even potentially could relate to love for uh, someone that you admire greatly. If you have access to that person, because you'll see one of the three elements is listening to that person. But we can even talk about that as having applicability to someone that you are uh, admiring, even from a bit of a distance. So, okay, first element is you got to know the person's life story. This would uh, not surprise anyone who knows me because... uh, you know how much value I place on each of our life stories. I think it's critical. I always say your story matters. Well, it's true for others, whether you want to be involved with someone romantically or you want to really love that person, you absolutely have to know that person's life story because what shapes us is tremendously important to connecting with us. You have to internalize that individual's journey, in order to be trustworthy with his or her feelings, in order to really know that person. And it's not the high points, by and large. I've said this before. You really want to know somebody? You're not going to read his or her resume or CV. You're not going to simply dwell On the times in his or her life that you'd say, oh wow, these were the great times. No, instead, you have to know the times of struggle and pain in that person's existence, because really knowing about a person's pain binds us the most intimately to that person. That's part of the pain-to-power formula, actually. And by the way, as I said at the outset, this is not just about somebody that you're going to date or someone you're going to marry or even just a brother or sister where you got to really know what they've been through or a friend. It's about you. You can't love yourself without knowing your life story because otherwise you're not going to know what really shaped you most dramatically. And that's difficult because a lot of us bury the lead. Well, that's what we would say in journalism. They, we bury the lead. Don't bury the lead, they tell journalists. By the way, that noise in the background, that's my dog drinking water. Lots of water. I love my dog. I actually know my dog's life story, too, but that's an aside. In any case, uh, you have to know your life story in order to fall in love with you. And not just, again, the high points. But the struggles, the tough times, the things you've been through, the times you've underperformed, the times people have let you down and underperformed, the times when your trust has been violated, the times when you wish you could have done better, the times when you've grieved, the times that you may have kind of buried because they felt too painful to have at the forefront of your mind. But guess what? They define you. If nothing else, they define you as a survivor, what you got through. But they also define you as worth empathizing with. You empathizing with yourself allows you to love yourself. Same with anyone you purport to care about or love. Romantically, platonically, familially, you have to know that person's journey. Because otherwise, what you have is a snapshot of the person. You need the film version of that's per, that person's life. Otherwise, listen, here's, here's an example. If you love someone who's been bullied badly, and you see that person again being bullied, imagine your response. It's going to be somewhat outsized in defending that person because that person's been through tough episodes like that already. So you're going to stand up in a special way for that person, or at least you would commiserate and empathize with that person about the, the position he or she finds himself in, in a different way, knowing the history. Okay. Same thing if you knew that somebody had lost someone that she loved early in her life and is facing loss again. That's a different kind of moment than someone who didn't go through that early life trauma. By the way, you want to love yourself? You got to know that about yourself too. You got to have focus on the things that you've survived and lived through. Because guess what? A breakup for someone whose dad left the family when she was 11 can be a much more dramatic event than a a breakup, say the end of a marriage or an engagement, just to pick an example, for someone where that didn't happen. So if you're that person's dear friend, it's important to know that this is resurrecting pain for that individual. And if you're someone who is beginning to date a woman whose dad left when she was 10 or 11 or 12 or 13 or 14 years old, under perhaps very stressful circumstances, then you got to know that because your role in that person's life is partly defined by that early trauma that she lived through. And you have to know that because you have to know her pain in order to understand. Maybe it'll be a, a bit of anxiety that she has when you go on trips or a need to know that you're really still committed to her. You can't love that person to the ends of the earth and up to the moon and stars without knowing what she went through as a kid. And same for you. You can't, well, forgive yourself some fear when you encounter the possibility of something ending in your life, a relationship, if you don't know the roots of that exaggerated anxiety. You can't overcome it, and overcoming it is part of love too. Having the strength to either help another person or help yourself over a hurdle that has roots in the past. How can you do that if you don't know the past? Well, you couldn't is the answer. You don't have to be a psychiatrist or a life coach in order to to know that. So you have to know the other person's life story. It's very important and particularly the trying times that he or she has lived through. Leo Tolstoy, the late great Russian writer said, when you love someone, you love the whole person just as he or she is and not as you would like them to be. Again, he said, when you love someone, you love the whole person just as he or she is and not as you would like them to be. In order to love the whole person, you have to know that person and you have to know that person's life story. So first element, first ingredient in my short guide on how to love, I told you I'd get this done in 20 minutes or so, is know the person's life story. Okay, that noise in the background is me feeding treats to my dog, Charlie the Beagle. I don't know if you're supposed to break like that in the action during a podcast, but I figure, hey, if you can't do that, then how real is this? All right, second, second element on my short guide to how to love at Pain to Power. So the first thing was kind of knowing your pain, knowing and other person's pain, knowing that person's life story, including the tough chapters. Secondly, listen to the person. Uh, Listening is an art. Most of us don't practice it enough. And you'll know when someone is expressing a loving level of friendship or romantic love, when that person is intently listening to you, So you'll say something and the person will lean in a little more closely or squint slightly or tilt his or her head and say, let me ask you something. I just want to make sure I understand that. Hmm, that's somebody really listening to you. They really want to know you. I had a friend, Mark, buddy of mine, still my friend, and if I said something that he needed more information on. He'd lean, say, 15 degrees in my direction over the dinner table, and with his hand, he'd make a motion like you'd make with four of your fingers, like, give me more. So he'd be waving toward himself, give me more. That can't be faked, really. That's somebody who isn't rushing off to the next sentence, not looking to say more about himself, He really wants you to say more about yourself. So listening to the other person is critical. If you're going to love the other person, it was knowing, first of all, know the person's life story. Secondly, listen to the person. Ask the next meaningful question and the next one. Don't settle for the initial surface level story. Because the deeper levels of inquiry are going to allow you to empathize with what you're hearing it's going to allow you to empathize with yourself too. Now, how could you possibly listen to yourself? Well, you can because we all have deep thoughts. We all, when we encounter adversity, have strong emotions. Uh, Adversity or joy or excitement or fear. We have these deep emotions and Too often we settle for just having them. It would be nice to reflect on, well, what is driving this level of emotion for me? And that's very, very important. It's important for yourself. It's important when you're listening to other people, right? So if you are listening to someone who says, hey, I haven't talked to my sister for years. Uh, We just didn't get along. That's not a whole story. It's not loving to say, oh, yeah, wow, that's uh, amazing. Uh, what did you want, um, we're going to get hot coffee or iced coffee. How about if you said, listen, I really want to understand the reasons for this. You, you said you haven't spoken to your sister for years. I feel like that's not the whole story. If there's more to it, I'm all ears because people want and they need to be coaxed to reveal the deeper levels of what they've lived through. That coaxing, when it's heartfelt, feels like love. You know why? Because it is. Why would you have to coax someone? Why would you have to love someone into revealing more of his or her story? Because we are cautious creatures. We're so worried that we'll be rejected, that we uh, will be judged, right? And how do you know when you're loved? It's partly when you say, "Man, I feel like I can trust fall into the metaphorical arms of this person. I'm really being listened to. I really feel known." So you got to know the person's life story, and you got to listen to the person. What should the third element be? Maybe you guys could write it down or think through it. For me, it's you got to be willing to stand beside that person. So now you know them, you listen to them, and you say, I'm with you. You're going to stand beside that person in the face of adversity. Because the good times, I'm telling you, the good times are gravy, okay? And sharing them is part of the joy of life. That's wonderful. But it's also easy. It's sharing the tough times. That's the way you really, really love somebody. And again, I'm not discounting in any way the good times. It's Man, it's a great part of life. But you don't have to love someone to go on the carnival rides. You don't have to love somebody to go watch the next musical performance. You don't have to love someone in order to celebrate the fact that their company went public or they got a raise at work or they met a guy or a woman that they they really like very much or love or get married. You don't have to love someone to celebrate that with them. It's gravy, as I said. It's joy. But true love... This is an anonymous quote I'll share with you. True love means standing with the other person on good days and standing with him or her even closer on bad days, no matter what. Huh. Okay, my short guide to how to love. This is the third element. Stand beside the person in the face of adversity. By the way, you want to love yourself? Never abandon yourself. When the going gets tough, stick with yourself. Okay, don't. Uh, fall into self-hatred or deep self-criticism. We're imperfect creatures. You want to love yourself, stand beside yourself in tough times. I mean it. We all are going to need that at some point in our lives. I've needed it. You're going to need it too. You're going to have to stand with yourself. So whether it's someone else or it's you, so far, The third element, stand beside the person, you or another person, in the face of adversity. When you show up when somebody's sick, you're loving that person. When you note mistakes the person's made in relationships or in business or in any other way, any other way, but you don't take a step away, you're loving that person. Painful times are the times that you offer the relationship the most potential power. They're opportunities. We never would hope for them. We're not looking for pain to visit ourselves or others. But when those moments arise, show up for the other person. Be there. Make it absolutely clear that you don't cut and run. Those are the times that define you. In terms of your relationship with others I got both kinds of calls when I ran into trouble in my life I got the calls that said listen I can't even understand you know I don't even want to get into this with you I hope none of it's true but you know I got to take some time off from our relationship friendship and I got other calls where people said dude what are you doing for dinner tonight Hey, uh, by the way, uh, what do you need? Um, we're going to look back at this and we'll, uh, you'll be better than ever down the road. I can't wait for that for you. And if you ever need to talk to me at 2 in the morning, call me. That's love. Do you have that in your life? I hope you do. If you don't have it from anyone else, have it for yourself. Never abandon yourself. Stick with yourself in the face of adversity. So what are the three elements? There's no test on this, by the way. There's no quiz. I'm not grading you. But there are three elements in my short guide on how to love for pain to power. And uh, it's not a surprise, I guess, that uh, a big part of the three parts is not running away from pain. So number one, know the person's life story, not just the happy times. Know the person's life story, including the really tough times. And in fact especially the really tough times the person has lived through. The ones that he or she is a little less ready to share are the ones that will bind you meaningfully to that person. Secondly, listen to the person. You're going to need to listen to the person to get the person's life story, but you're also going to need to listen to the person in an ongoing way. Ask the next next meaningful question. Dig deeper Don't settle for the surface. Third, stand beside the person in the face of adversity. Okay, those three things. Know the person's life story, listen to the person, and stand beside the person in the face of adversity. You do those things, that's love, baby. I'm telling you, they're going to feel it. You do that for yourself. Know your life story. Listen to your own thoughts and feelings and stand beside yourself, never abandon yourself, and you're going to know self-love, real self-love, not narcissism, real self-love. You deserve that. You deserve it from other people. You deserve it from yourself. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times making us uncertain people pain to power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual you want to get even stronger visit www.pain-the number 2-power.com pain2power.com but it's the number 2 not the letters uh, and don't forget the hyphens pain-2-power.com or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at or call 978-462-1125. And the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.